0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce movies that discuss characters that might have another facade that we don't really understand. Without further ado, let's listen to the introduction of the first new movie we're going to talk about, which is one that I've already seen. The Great 14th, Tenzin Jiazuo, Dalai Lama in his own words. Uniquely and exclusively features him. Tenzing Jatsu as both subject and narrator as he presents the full arc of his epic and very public life See, as the 14th Dalai Lama. Through intimate You've conversation and previously unreleased archival footage and images, the Dalai Lama reveals his story and experience of the personal, kind of political, story. spiritual and huh. historical events that shaped his life. From childhood to adulthood, in his quest for democracy, The Great Fourteenth offers an extraordinary, unprecedented insight into the complexities of his life. From past lives of the 5th and 13th Dalai Lamas to his current life as the spiritual and former political leader of Tibet, and as a tireless Nobel Peace Laureate. This is a story and a documentary for the ages, revealing the soul of the simple monk who aspires every day to show us the true nature of power and the nobility of our humanity. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is about Dalai Lama, I think it's really cool. Even though I'm not a Buddhist, not to mention the Tibetan Buddhism, I'm pretty sure everyone in the world more or less has heard of Dalai Lama. And this movie is a documentary. It's not made by Indian filmmakers because Dalai Lama himself lives in India right now. Instead, the director is American. Some people may have negative impression of Dalai Lama because of some scandals or we don't know whether it's true or not, some news coverages of him. But I think no matter what, aside from these scandals or bad reputations, The Great Fourteenth is definitely great because of other things he has done and... And everything he has experienced in his past. This documentary is a movie that he himself narrates and just like what we heard in the introduction, it reveals Dalai Lama's personal, political, spiritual, and historical events. I actually learned a lot after watching this movie. I didn't know so much about Dalai Lama before. I only know that He's a spiritual and religious leader of Tibet even though he doesn't live there anymore because of political persecution. The documentary took 8 years to finish. So the Dalai Lama we see in the movie is about 83 years old while he's actually 88 years old right now. Oh wait, so that took 6 years. (laughs) Sorry about my math. And in the documentary, we're able to see how he grew up from his childhood to adulthood. We get to see how complicated his life was and his insight during the process of him seeking democracy. I think just that itself explains how great he is. And this really is a historical story. It's not only about the great 14th, but... All the Dalai Lama before him. We get to know how simple monks can have deep spiritual minds and the authentic of power and and the precious humanity. Even if you're not a Buddhist like me, I still recommend you to watch this documentary. You won't be disappointed. Now let's listen to the introduction of the second new movie we're going to talk about. Time still turns the pages. Believe it or not, childhood traumas are real, and it keeps haunting us over time. But we are the only ones who can save ourselves. High school teacher <laughs> Jen looks <laughs> back to <laughs> his repressed childhood memories <laughs> as he finds an anonymous suicide note in his classroom. <laughs> While at the same time, he is facing <laughs> a series of family problems. <laughs> he strives hard <laughs> to prevent <laughs> the tragedy <laughs> from happening. Produced by renowned director <laughs> Derek Yi, <laughs> e, Nick Chok's <laughs> directorial debut interrogates generational people. traumas in uh, nuclear families I'm through addressing students' suicide I'm tragedies all in all Hong Kong <laughs> <laughs> The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Hong Kong movie. It got nominated for a five different awards at the 60th Golden Horse Award, including Best feature film, best new director, best actor in a supporting role, best original screenplay, and best editing. Eventually it got the best new director. So we can see that maybe Time Still Turns the Pages as not a very mature film, but it's one of the best among new directors. The director graduated from the Creative Media College at Hong Kong City University. He was a scriptwriter and time still turns the pages as his very first feature film. And not only got selected for the first feature film plan as a college student, he also attracted one of the Hong Kong's award-winning director to be his producer. And he got nominated for Best Feature Film as a college. That's unprecedented. In the introduction, we heard that the teacher, Chen, is facing some family problems. So what are these problems? One part is that he's facing a marital crisis with his wife. And also his father is very sick. These are two major pressure issues he has, but at the same time, he has to compete with the time to find out who in his class left that suicide note so that he's able to prevent the tragedy from happening. The story starts from Jen's childhood diary, so the narrating is from past to present, and In the meantime, we will see the trauma of the protagonist's childhood from time to time. The director uses this very smooth method to tell us that there is actually this issue of young generation suicide in this fast-paced city. And also the editing is pretty precise the audience gets to understand what the protagonist is thinking about. So if you're interested in Hong Kong movie, or you'd like to know how young generation think about suicide, you can go watch Time Still Turns the Pages. And before we move on to Top 007, talk about other movies, let's review what we had from last week. Top 3 was The Marvels. Top two, Napoleon, and top one, The Hunger Games, the blood of songbirds and snakes. There aren't many changes on the chart this week, but we still need to check out what are the differences. Top seven to top four first. Top four, Taylor Swift, the Eros Tour. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. The Marvels. This is just the beginning. troll band say. together. To... Stop the I'm John Dory. Branches long, lost brother. There are only three movies on this part of the chart this week, and they're all top four. So we can see that it's very competitive, and it's a little bit crowded from top three to top one. But anyway, let's go through all the top fours. First of all, Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, it has been on the chart for 8 weeks, I think, so that's 2 months. And I think Taylor Swift was just announced as the person of the year not long time ago, I mean a few days ago. So the concert movie is definitely worth watching. Secondly, The Marvels. Although it's one of the mediocre movies that Marvel has made recently, I went to see it. I wouldn't say it's something that's good enough that I would recommend people to watch it, but I don't think it's bad. I mean, if you look at it with Marvel standard, of course, it's not that good. But I think for Marvel lovers, it's still something enjoyable. It's just that I think all the Marvel series or movies are like a big soap opera right now. If you are not a Marvel lover, you wouldn't understand what's going on right now. Last but not least, Trolls Band Together It's DreamWorks' latest film, and especially is the third episode of Trolls series. From what I heard in north america and friends who have seen it in taiwan i think trolls band together is much better than wish the disney's 100th anniversary work well actually i was looking forward to that but since it's not only not critically acclaimed the comments were all super bad so i'm wondering if i'm going to watch it but if you love animation Trolls Band Together is the choice for you. Now let's move on to the last part of this episode, Top 3 to Top 1, and see which movie we're going to talk about. Top 3, which? I decide what everyone deserves. Top 2, Abang Adi. Mm Top 1, Napoleon. I'm not built like other men. The Hunger Games The Blood of Songbirds and Snakes The Hunger Games, they're to punish the districts. Those tributes don't have a choice. Ooh, we have a champion tie. And I'd like to talk about Napoleon once again. Although the movie emphasizes on romantic elements, you know, the relationship between Napoleon and his wife, Josephine, and how they build up the characters, The director still focused on several battle scenes in the movie. So if you go watch Napoleon, you will see that the crew recreated the epic historical battles. Besides cooperation and uh, recruiting everyone's prowess, the director even found a historical military expert to take charge of the battle scenes so it's probably pretty authentic napoleon is an adventurous historical biographical drama after all so the director hopes that through epic scenes the audience gets to go back to 18th and 19th century to experience the militant battlefield. In order to fulfill that, the outfit crew created special wardrobe that amazed the director and the cast. Basically, the whole movie hopes that through their relationship, battlefield killings, and political disputes, they're able to present how Napoleon and Josephine affect later generations and Europe in general. As I mentioned last week, in order to make Napoleon, they had to go through all the documentary about Josephine because there isn't much, but the protagonist is Napoleon after all, so they also need to decode Napoleon. The director needs someone who's able to combine the complicated various characteristics of Napoleon, but also able to control the mindset within and out of the character. So that's the reason why he got Joaquin Phoenix to play Napoleon. Napoleon in this film is not a character for you to blame or for you to worship. He's not an anti-hero or hero in the film he's just a person with inferior flaws and dark shadows of humanity he's just an imperfect existence from this movie we can know that napoleon is just a human after all so if you're interested in napoleon's story or the relationship between napoleon and josephine I recommend you to watch Napoleon this weekend. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show and remember to tune in same time next week. I'm Viola. See you next week.